Is God also known by a different name, like Tom? Well, I don't think so, but he's uh, he's a little bit of a peeping Tom in this episode. I can't wait. <laughs> okay, let's get to it. This is the Bible in fewer words. We are Carol and Steve Wells. This is episode 180, Isaiah, chapters 1 through 5. Hi, Steve. Hi, Carol. Another new book. Yeah, big one. This is 66 chapters. Okay. So I better have this excitement just hold me over until we get to the next new book. It's going to take a few episodes. Okay. Okay, chapter 1, verse 1. This is the vision of Isaiah that he saw while Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah were kings of Judah. Okay, so now we know that this is kind of the time that they were all rulers. Yeah, we've had these kings mm -hmm. in previous episodes. So were they all rulers of different kingdoms all at the same time, or they were one after the other? No, they're successive kings in the kingdom of Judah. So Isaiah had the same vision for four different kings? Yeah, so this would be from about 740 to about 690 BCE. So over a 50-year period of time. Well, can't wait to see this very momentous vision here. I'm going to go on. Okay. Listen, heavens and earth, to what God says. My children rebelled against me. You are a sinful nation, the seed of evildoers. The seed of evildoers, so children, bad children. Yeah, you're bad. You're, children your of bad are, people. Your parents are bad, yeah. Okay. Your country is desolate. Your cities are burned. And your land has been devoured by strangers. If I hadn't left a few faithful people in Judah, I'd have destroyed it like it was Sodom and Gomorrah. So listen to me, you rulers of Sodom and Gomorrah. Why are you sacrificing animals to me? I'm sick of your burnt offerings. I don't enjoy the blood of your bullocks, lambs, and goats. I thought he did. He certainly did. <laughs> <laughs> he loved them. Yeah, but I guess he doesn't anymore. Hmm. Yeah, he's changed his mind. Or maybe Isaiah is tired of having to kill all those animals, and Isaiah's just saying, this is what God said. I don't know if he had anything to do with that. Okay. I, don't, I don't know. So this is verse 13. Don't bring me any more sacrifices. When you pray, I won't hear you. So stop doing evil things. Free the oppressed and help widows. That's kind of nice. It is very nice. <laughs> Let's reason together. Well, that's even nicer. If you obey me, you'll have something to eat. But if you refuse and rebel against me, you'll be killed with a sword. How did a faithful city become a harlot? I will take revenge on my enemies. I'll destroy the sinners and those who forsake me. So this prophecy is saying, don't give me dead animals anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a lot of stuff in there. So... I guess he's speaking for God here. Mm -hmm. God's upset. Yeah. He says, I would have destroyed you like I did Sodom and Gomorrah. There's a few faithful people around you. Uh -huh. in, among and they so, saved you. They so, saved you. Yeah, so they saved you. Okay. Uh, but I don't want any of your sacrifices anymore. Just stop that. And if you obey me, things will be okay. If you don't, then it's going to be hell. All right. Well, that's a lot to take in. It's the usual. 
Okay. Except for the God not liking sacrifices. That's kind of a new thing. Yes, it is. Chapter 2. In the last days, God's house will be on the earth's highest mountain. Many people will go there. They will beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. And there will be no more wars. Yeah, this is a famous line with people beating their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's another passage in the Bible where it's exactly the opposite. (laughs) (laughs) Take your plowshares and make them into swords. Exactly. And we'll see that later in the Bible that in another place. For now, Mm -hmm. Isaiah is saying in this time, this is kind of a prophecy about the future. Yeah. In the last days. So at the end of the world, God's house is going to be on the tallest mountain on earth. So it'll be on Mount Mount Everest. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I guess. And everyone will go there. Really? That's going to be be, uh, inconvenient. Hike up there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And there's not going to be any more war. So that's where we are in this prophecy. Okay. Then he goes on to say, The idols will be abolished. People will hide from God in holes in the rocks when he shakes the earth terribly. Mm, Those are earthquakes, I think. Yeah. In that day, a man will throw his idols to the moles and bats. Yeah, moles and bats. I guess they like idols. (laughs) Moles are in the ground and bats are in dark caves flying. Yeah. Yeah. Chapter 3. God will take away bread and water from Jerusalem and Judah. He'll make children their rulers. And they'll be oppressed by their neighbors. Jerusalem is ruined and Judah has fallen because of what their people said and did against God. I think we're in in another cycle where God gets mad at the people, does something bad, and then God's going to find someone to save them. I mean, he's definitely mad at the people and he's making threats about what he's going to do to them now. And mm-hmm. then he's also talking about what's going to happen at the end of the at the end of the yes, world too. So it's kind of a mix. Times. Okay. Yeah. Verse 9, they declare their sin as Sodom did. They don't hide it. Woe to them. They deserve the evil they will receive. But tell the righteous that everything will be okay with them. Yeah, so you notice he's talking about Sodom here mm-hmm. and the sin of Sodom and that they're doing it openly. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, But he doesn't say what that sin is. Uh-uh. So you have to kind of wonder about that. People do. Yes, they do. (laughs) Okay, verse 12. God's people will be oppressed by children, and women will rule over them. Well, that is kind of strange. Well, yeah. So it's interesting because that's not a good thing for people to be ruled over by women. I mean, not from Isaiah's point of view or God's point of view. Women should not be ruling over people, and that's what's going to happen. But God's people will be oppressed by children. What does well, that mean? It's, 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 that's the kids are going to be bad misbehaving. It's almost being as, as, as bad, bad as, as being women. ruled by women, right? <laughs> yeah. Being ruled by children. How awful. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is it? I mean, it's that the adults are acting like kids. No, I don't think so. I think they're actually going to be ruled by children and women. Okay. And they're going to oppress them. <laughs> Verse 16. Because the women are haughty and walk with their necks stretched out, flirting with their eyes... Prancing and skipping as they go and making a tingling with their feet. (laughs) God will smite them with a scab on the crown of their heads. And he'll discover their secret parts. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. 
And so this is the secret parts of the women. Yeah, I think so. He's going to discover their secret parts. So how's yeah. he going to do that? He's going to peek in their windows? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I think what he's going to do is he's going to expose them to everyone. Expose oh. their their bodies mm. to every to publicly to to humiliate them, to just to uh, disgrace them. Yeah. All to right. punish them. I guess I guess he enjoys that kind of thing. Well, I, I don't know, but I guess he's, he does it as a punishment anyway. Yeah. He'll... Because you know what they were doing. They were walking around with their but... necks stretched out and tinkling with their anklets and yes. stuff and wearing all this, you know, <laughs> and that really, you know, perfume and stuff, and God doesn't like that. No, no, the very expensive perfume is for men to put dab on their heads. Yep, <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Okay, he'll take away the tingling ornaments on their feet, their headbands, and their crescent necklaces, earrings, bracelets, and veils, bonnets, leg ornaments, perfumes, and charms, finger rings and nose rings, festive clothes, mantles, and purses, mirrors, fine linen garments, tiaras, and shawls. Yeah. Oh, my God. I could not have come up with that many items that a, a woman has. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's most of this chapter, is just a list of all of the things that they had that really seemed to upset God, God. quite a yeah. bit. Okay. Yeah. Verse 24 says, And instead of sweet smell, there will be stink. And instead of nice hair, baldness. And the men will die in war. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, um, if they're being ruled by women, it's unlikely that there would be wars, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't really <laughs> no, believe I, that, do well, you? Well, no, I... Uh, I kind of do, yeah. Okay, chapter four. In that day, seven women will take hold of one man and say, we'll provide for our own needs if you'll just marry us to take away our disgrace. Yeah, what does that mean? I don't know. So I guess seven women. I guess maybe there's not enough men around. Yeah, because they're being killed in wars. When God has finished washing away the filth of Jerusalem's women and purging its blood and the spirit of burning, he'll create a cloud of smoke by day and a fire at night over every house on Mount Zion. Yeah. We've seen that before. We have. That's how he led the Israelites around uh, during the Exodus, right? Mm -hmm. He's going to do a, a fire. By uh, day. By day and, and smoke at night over every like you'll have your own little fire and your own little uh, smoke <laughs> over every, every house, I guess. Huh. That's nice. And now we have a song. Oh, good. I love Bible songs. <laughs> Chapter 5. Now I'll sing a song about a vineyard. My beloved has a vineyard on a hill. He planted a vine, built a tower, and made a wine press. He thought it'd produce grapes but it had wild grapes instead. Something wrong with wild grapes? I guess they're not as good as cultivated grapes. I see. So tell me, people of Jerusalem, why did it produce only wild grapes? Well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do about it. I won't prune it, and I'll let the weeds grow, and I won't command the clouds to rain on it. That's a good trick. <laughs> For the vineyard is Israel, and Judah is the vine. Ten acres of the vineyard will yield one bath, and the seed of a homer will yield an epuff. So you're going to have a big a big vineyard? Yes. And you're only going to get like a... A, a bathtub a bath. full. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
All right. So I guess that's what's wrong with wild grapes. <laughs> I guess. Anyway, it's going to be bad. The point is that he's trying to make is it that you're not going to have much wine. Much. Yeah, because that's what you do with grapes is yeah, only make wine. Yeah, I guess you're wine. not going to have much wine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Verse 11. Woe to them who drink too much. Well, good, because they're not going to have much wine. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. They play music and drink wine, but don't pay any attention to God. Therefore, hell has enlarged herself and opened her mouth infinitely wide. He who rejoices will fall into it. I've never heard that analogy before. Hell opening the mouth wide so people will fall in. Yeah, hell with a big mouth. (laughs) Woe to them that call evil good and good evil. Woe to them that drink alcohol. When God gets angry, he'll smite people. Make hills tremble and spread torn carcasses in the streets. And he will hiss to them from the end of the earth. Okay. <laughs> God going, <"Sss."> Yeah. <laughs> Going to have a hissy fit. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's kind of weird. Uh-huh. I'm kind of used to sensible and true. Really? Oh, because we were in Ecclesiastes not too long ago. Yes, not too long ago. We're all over the place. Yeah, Isaiah is going to be kind of crazy throughout. Okay, but we can do it. We can get through it. We can. All right, listeners, thanks for sticking with us, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.